0: I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. So here we are once again. This is episode, I think it's 17. 17. I'm pretty sure. Great. I'm not positive. Cool. Maybe 18. We're I haven't been keeping count. It's been such a whirlwind. Know. It's cool. It's crazy. Yeah. There's yeah. a whirlwind. There's a whirlwind of space. <laughs> That's right. That's or on the way to space. Yeah. The, Maybe yeah. in space. This is getting closer to space. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. That's right. Initially, we were just going to talk about over drive. overdrive. Overdrive. I, yep. I did it. it. it I did it. I make no guarantees from right. here on out. So if I say overmind at any point, and I'm not very, very clearly talking about the icebreaker, I mean overdrive the draft. Right. But in my brain, those two words have been completely transposed. <laughs> so if people don't know... What is Overdrive? Overdrive
1: is the newest draft cube from I guess I, I say cube, but it's not. It's just the newest
0: draft pack set. From, set, yeah, I guess sure, you can say whatever you want to call from it from
1: FFG. So same IDs, but totally new card pool.
0: Yep. So that means there's again just like before, unlimited amount of influence, um, unlimited number of card inclusions, but you're just drafting random cards. Yep. So you get what you get, and then you got to make a deck out of it. Um, But unlike the previous draft, which was called Cyber War, uh, this draft included a number of cards from the Lunar Cycle that have not been released yet. Not even been released yet. So it was so cool seeing
1: these cards out of nowhere. Yeah,
0: we played this even before Upstock was out, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we did. So... There are a lot of big things. We're not gonna go, as, as you kind of mentioned last time when we alluded to this. Like, we're not gonna go in depth into the cards that are gonna come out because they're gonna come out when they're gonna come out. Yeah, and they've been spoiled everywhere. People yeah. are already if, talking about if them. If you really care, they're on the internet. You can go find them. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there was some kind of like interesting, both what our t- relative decks were, and then generally like what were some of the kind of the, the themes that we saw throughout all the different people and the cards they got and the decks they built and all that. Yeah. What did you end up? On Corpse Side, what did you end up pulling down? Corpse side, I, I just
1: fell for the Grail Ice right away. I just started stealing as ah. much as I could. When I saw what I'm... So mer- as a reminder... Sorry, yeah. Grail what Ice. Does grail
0: ice do? Because thus far, there's actually only been one piece of Grail Ice which
1: released. Is, which is Galahad. And yes. he's the two-cost, one-strength barrier yep. that ends a run. Yep. Um, The other ones that were in there was Lancelot and Merlin. And... Excalibur as well and Merl, uh, basically the way grail ice works is when you res it if you reveal up to two grail ice from your hand it adds those subroutines to it. Yeah, not when it's resed, when it's encountered. When it's encountered, yes. So
0: you can switch it out depending on Every like, time. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, well the runner doesn't have any program so I'm not going to pull in the one what is it, Lance, L- Lancelot, I think? The
1: trash is Right. Merlin deals two net damage. Right. So
0: it's like, okay, early on, okay, well, I'll show Merlin's so that they get net damage, And later on, oh now they have a program out. Oh, surprise, I had a Lancelot in here too. Now we're trashing your programs. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So I, I drafted a
1: bunch of them. I I uh I ended up flatlining someone with a triple Merlin, which is cool. Whoa. Because I think I had I, I think I drafted like five of those things for Did you have all of them in your deck? I did, I did. Oh, I, oh my I, God. I just put them all in. Um, Lovely. I'd love it. Uh so if you basically that um, I tried to play off some currents. I've again drafted Moronically and I had the, the 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 Nels suite of agenda points where you can't put all your one pointers in because yep, you drafted it wrong. <laughs> so
0: we'll get to that when we talk about my corp deck.
1: Yeah, so but but I had a great time with Grail Ice. Uh I really, really liked how it formed like it it formed a play from early game into late game, like really well. Like it 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 fit really well. And uh-huh. I think decks where you can like yank ice back or something. Uh, might be pretty interesting so you can reinforce like those Galahads that suck now hey adding the end the run to a Lancelot boom trash program end the run that's that's the grim we want you know like that's the grim we want oh that's cool I had a great time drafting the corp, but
0: how about you? What was your corp? Most of my corp, I, so I wasn't sure about the grail ice when it was coming around. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll be able to pick up a bunch of this stuff to make it worthwhile or not. So instead, yeah. I hoovered <laughs> up as much next ice as I possibly could. Yeah, an illegal amount of next yes. ice. Yes. So unfortunately, someone else at our table was also also had the same plan, and I think they picked up most of the next silvers. But I'm pretty sure I picked up every single, or at least I picked up every single next bronze that I saw. Yep. Which was probably most, if not all, of the ones that were at our table. So I ended up with five, five or six next silvers. Yeah. And uh, one next. No, for five or six next bronzes, and then one next silver. Yeah, that was
1: crazy. Like, yeah. you had your your next stop runners. And it it was... was
0: pretty good. Because <laughs> the other thing that I did as well when I was looking at agendas, there's the... And it actually, hilariously enough, just came out in the spaces between. There is a new Gentechi agenda, uh, three advancement, one agenda point. But when it is scored, you earn one credit for every resed code gate on the board. Yep. And then at every code gate you have gets a plus one strength. Yeah. So that's kind of like having a seventh next ice lurking out there somewhere. So I think at one point, like, I had, like... Every single one of my next bronzes was like strength five. Unreal. Or something just just disgusting. Yeah.
1: So you had like an illegal amount. You had like five or something. Yeah, you know? I had, I had either five or six. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Way you...
0: more than you'd ever have normally in the game. Yeah. Period.
1: But that's that's why drafting's so fun. Because yeah. you get to see weird broken shit like that. Yeah.
0: That was cool. And aside from that, I mostly just went in on next ice and then a, a, a ton of agendas, maybe too many. Yeah, I should yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, get any. I, I had no three uh no three-point agendas
1: at all. That's 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 huge in drafting. If no one knows, uh, it's six points to win. Yeah. And if you draft it as poor as I did, you yeah. end up with, that's that's two scores. That, yeah. Basically two scores and the runner wins because yeah. he's, he's scoring your five threes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the bummer was I got some... F- Four for twos that were. I got one four for two that I ended up leaving out, the Sentinel Defense Grid. Yep. Just because I had no brain damage in my deck at all. So it was it was just a giant agenda that was a bummer.
1: Yeah. Strange addition oh. on this as a side to that set. Yeah.
0: There was some. There's not
1: too much brain damage going on.
0: Yeah. Th- like there was some Genesis floating around. So the interesting thing early on, I saw like a bunch of really expensive, like big, nasty, ugly ice, but it was all super expensive to res. Yeah. Like, Hadrian's and Janice and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, And, and like, in draft, way more so than the normal game, money is super, super, super tight. So I was like, I'm going to let that big ice go. And, of course... About three quarters of the way through the draft, I see a number of the new um, H B asset <laughs> that where you spend three clicks and you just get a res a piece of ice the, for free. The toy box. Yeah, yeah, Eliza's toy box. Eliza's toy box. <laughs> so it's like, well, had I seen that earlier, maybe I wouldn't have uh, shrugged off all that big ice there.
1: Yeah, and an- another thing
0: to note about this draft is it doesn't
1: have drip econ like the other the other set did. This yes, has burst was, econ. instead. It had
0: some, like I think I picked up a sundae. Oh no oh, oh, no 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 sorry I, I mean in, oh, the, yeah, in, in the starter the kit. The starter kit, yes. yeah. yeah. So this is in a pretty big, interesting change, actually. The corporate starter kit was each of the shard agendas. Yep. And then two, two hedge, funds, hedge funds and three executive retreats. Yeah. 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 So, so technically, if you draft no agendas, you can make a legal deck out of all the three for five agendas you're getting. Yeah, but you better hope you can stop. Yeah. The runner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: I, I found the shift to burst made the games way more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the lack of opus was really cool too. Yeah. so the
0: same thing happened on the runner side with the runner uh, yeah they got pack. they got
1: sure gambles and yep. Overmines instead of Yes, yeah, two, two sure gambles two overminds two overminds and that's it uh, yeah that, that's it yeah. so that was cool Insta- it, uh, br- sorry it replaced the uh, Crypsis and uh, code of, uh, busting armitage yeah. Ar- armitage code busting yeah yep
0: yeah. What did you? What did your runner? My, I had
1: so much fun with my runner. I actually did quite well in the draft. Um, I, yeah. I we'll, we'll
0: get, we'll get to at the, the final. Results yeah, my, the very
1: end. so my runner. Um, I ended uh, grabbing. I, I did get lucky. Uh, Keith is a very strong player. I just totally fluked out and scored a win. So there was a couple of that, but I basically saw Switchblade, which is this insane stealth breaker. Uh-huh. It's cr- criminal. It's strength zero, but if you give it one, credit, one stealth credit, it gets to plus seven strength. Yeah, and if you spend another stealth credit, it breaks any amount of sentry subroutines. Yeah, unlike the
0: other um, stealth code breakers, switchblade required you to have stealth credits for both for increasing its yeah. strength and breaking stuff.
1: So I definitely rolled. I, I definitely took a risk, but I yeah. drafted the switchblade because I'm like, I'm going to try to make this thing work. And then I drafted a bunch, uh, a cloak, which is great, yep. and a couple cool. ghost runners, which is yeah, that also, also, came, also came out in space. Also came out in space. And um, the <laughs> when this thing hit the board, I turned off. I just turned off so many people's yeah. decks. Like I, pe- people were hard rezzing Sarugis with uh, with all with money or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I played a, I think it was Stefan, I believe, and he he had the toy box out and he rezzed an Archer for for three clicks. Oh then he man! But I had a. I had a switchblade out and I had it I had two ghost runners and I had my cloak and it was like sorry I can just man. walk through everything and oh, it was oh, so man. I I went like the stealthy way and I also ran I also took a, a black hat which is like my new favorite uh um, is it? A, it's a fractor. fractor. It's a yeah. favorite Fractor. It's so cool. So it's, sh-
0: it's another Shaper Stealth one.
1: Right? No, no, no. This is this is an Anarch one. Oh, and, right, that's the Anarch one. And so, it's so flexible because you can use uh, Stealth credits and regular credits. Right, but that's the, what it was. But the Stealth yeah. credits make this thing go out of this world. Uh, I was playing against uh, uh, I forget his name now, uh, but he had um. What's the help me with the Jinteki thing that has so many f- subroutines per in your hand? Oh, Koma Inu. No, 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 no! Sorry, it's Ashigura.
0: Ashigaru.
1: Ashigaru. So yeah. he had Ashigaru out, and he was like ready to score off this thing. But I had a black hat in my hand, and I had enough stealth credits that I could break for two stealth credits. I could break six. Fracture subroutines. Oh my god! So it was just boom out of nowhere, just explodes. So I was like, I fell in love with stealth creds, oh, like stealth, yeah. stealth creds all over the place. That was uh,
0: definitely what showed up a lot on the runner side in terms of icebreakers. Was both the all the stealth breakers and the cards to support them. Yep. And there's another set of breakers that are all themed around Cerberus. Like there's right. three different ones, one for each faction. It's like they each have a kind of a dog name. I forget what they all are. Yeah, and they have built in counters that you can use? Yes, so the way they work is that they're all essentially disposable where when you install them, they get some number of power counters and then you have to use uh, those power counters to break subroutines. Yeah. So, you, so you're not using out,
1: money, which is pretty important. Yeah,
0: it's basically, it's kind of like uh, um, um, like ice type specific overmines. Yeah. Kind of. Except yeah. they have, like some of them have like base strength three and then you pay one credit to like boost its strength by three more. Just like insane stuff like that. So they're super... Strong to get out, yep. but they're also really bursty in that when they run out of gas, well that's it.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of burst uh, throughout the thing. How, yeah. how about your runner? What did you end up drafting? Um,
0: I was a little bit more even keel. Like I didn't go all all in on the stealth breakers. I basically grabbed a dagger and a, and a, a number of cloaks. So oh, that was yeah. my main killer. But then the other stuff was real. was a bit more normal. Right. Um, there there's desperado in this set. Yes. Which I thought was like yeah, insane. I don't think I t- I don't think I saw a single console the whole time.
1: Oh, but uh sorry, I I have to go back. I also drafted uh uh Queen's Gambit. Yes. And I my 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 best Queen's Gambit moment was when I gambited... I gained six credits, but I gambited a uh, Grendel Refinery. Oh, God. <laughs> I actually did not end up winning that game. Oh, good! But it was still, like, hilarious. He's like, "You, your gamble failed. And he, like, gets yeah. 27 goddamn dollars or yeah. <laughs> whatever uh, the hell it was. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, that is probably second to only to uh, Queen's Gambiting a... Astro script, or Which, yeah, that's not that's not in the draft. But I did that in normal constructed play once. And I felt perfect. I felt very sad about myself. Yeah, but, um, but there's a
1: lot of fun cards to play around with.
0: Yeah, I, this this set is. It feels like they kind of figured out what's what's a fun draft. Yes, I think. Yeah, it was definitely in general. It was a lot more. There was a lot more diversity in what was going on versus the other draft. Yeah, and there's no
1: there's no uh, like the damage isn't like oh that you're you you made a tag and bag scourge deck like yeah. you can do that in the old one and it's very like kind of humdrum and this one people were winning in crazy
0: ways. Yeah, it was it was it was weird in a very in a cool way. I definitely yeah. liked it and having to kind of deal with like on the fly having never seen any of the new, <laughs> yeah. like, broad mechanical through lines that are in the Lunar Cycle, stuff like the Grey ice, and all the Stealth Breakers and all, like, the Power Counter-Dependent Breakers, having to be like, oh, God, oh, I, this seems interesting, but maybe he's bad. I don't know what to know. So having to deal with all of that, like, as it's first showing up yeah. was actually really rad. Yeah. And not a thing that normally happens when you're playing the game, right? Because de- you, like... <laughs> definitely not. You might what... see about the cards online, then you finally get them in your hand, and then, like, there's less... There's less having to be adaptive, like, literally as you're putting together your decks so and then as you're playing. Because someone might drop a card that just, like, you didn't see drafting and then you've never seen before ever. So yeah. you're like, okay, we'll turn that around. Let me read what it does. Yeah,
1: yeah. There, there's a lot of
0: moments like that, so it felt really interesting. Yeah, like, I didn't see any of the power counter-based Cerebrus icebreakers either. at I, all. I, I, I so dro- someone dropped it one, and I'm like, that, that's insane! Yeah, <laughs> 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 You just walk through, like every time i put something behind a barrier you were going to get in the next four times or whatever it yeah, was yeah and
1: that was the same reaction to switchblade like people just couldn't believe it yeah. so i basically when i started playing it i just said okay you're not going to believe this <laughs> but-, <laughs> but your archer means nothing yeah. <laughs> basically if you don't have and if you have the recursion oh cuz i also drafted three silencers that's what kept my engine alive mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um if i'm like if you're not stacking sentries i'm just going through and it doesn't matter what sentry you're you're right. you're bringing out so it was a uh, It was definitely a a, a crazy, a crazy check, but it was fun. It it felt like we were playing a new game again. Yeah, it it was was awesome, very, Uh, very cool.
0: Much like, I mean, again, I don't know if I'd really be fired up to do another Overdrive. Right. I think I you got did it right I'm so proud of I'm myself. I'm waiting. I'm like... yeah. I uh, so myself. I don't know if I'd wanted... Like, if someone... Like, a bunch of rad people were like, let's really do it and we're into it, that I'd be fine. But if I didn't do another overdrive draft, that's totally cool. But yeah. I really like the, like, basically once per draft set pack. Yeah. I think Just, like, I, showing up, doing the crazy thing, being really surprised. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. So if folks haven't checked it out, like, heartily recommend... Getting together enough people to put together like a good over oh ah, there it was yes a yes, good, okay, good overdrive draft <laughs> that is that it was a blast yeah um so speaking of we didn't we didn't touch on it but the other big mechanical thing that showed up on the corpse side right in overdrive was currents currents yep. they were kind of like obviously FFG talked about them as a big here's a new mechanic yep. kind of mechanic sub mechanic whatever is that's going to show up in the lunar cycle but in upstock there weren't any yet that's but right now that we spaces between has come out we started getting them yep the did you do you get a chance to play with any currents no uh in the in the, in the, in the draft old. yeah yes i yeah. did i picked up targeted marketing which we'll get to right so targeted marketing in the normal game is <laughs> probably it's probably, pretty is good. Awesome. It's probably pretty targeted good. marketing <laughs> in the draft where you don't know any of the new cards yep. is a little bit different and it's kind of garbage <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so if if so spaces between data second data pack and lunar cycle just came out um if folks, well, uh, yeah, we can we can we'll start talking about the corp side again. Sure. Um, but just but,
1: just remember the the Overdrive
0: draft. It came down to me and you for first. Oh God, we almost <laughs> forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the final round of the Overdrive draft to see who would be in first place was me and Jesse playing. That's right. Did we split the game? No, no, no. I, Nels actually
1: swept. Oh, both, sorry, and buddy. that's why he knocked me out of like all plays. I think he put me down to five. It was great. Right. Um Oh, sorry, but but I my play wasn't bad. I just wasn't expecting you to have a lucky find.
0: Yes, I actually yeah, I, we actually
1: could have split pretty hardly. Yeah, that better. was that.
0: So that was the big thing, I guess. That in my runner deck. Was like like there's no there's no yeah there's no influence <laughs> like limits right yeah which means that new like generally neutral cards with influence are probably the most powerful right yeah because there's like everyone has to pay influence to get them so I think I picked up two lucky finds yeah, huge which huge. was like yeah and in draft when money is so goddamn scarce and you're like I had three credits Pfft, now I have ten yeah and that I was... dropped this other thing to get two more and here we go yeah
1: and so so my window to score my six was like. It was. It was. I was like, okay, I'm going through my brain, like this. This has to work unless something, and all of a sudden, is like flips lucky, fla- uh, l- lucky find, and I'm yeah, like, it was basically. Uh, I I
0: needed in the hand to have a lucky find or a stim hack. Yeah. And, uh, luckily, it was a yeah, very lucky was,
1: find indeed. Yeah, but it it, it, it was, was close. A, it was super yeah, close. It was fun. It was fun. I had, yeah. I, I had a really good time. But yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. I I did like that pleasing duel of the fates moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yes. Um. Into. Spaces between, between. sure. Yeah. The spaces yeah. between second data pack in the lunar cycle. Um, current heavy. Yes. So Very this is heavy. where the current mechanic is now actually introduced. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many more show up. Sure. In the cycle. I'm also thinking this is like the interdu- interdu- introductory phase. Like this yeah. is what
1: Jinteki will do with the current. This is yeah. what Wayland will do with the yeah, current. Yeah. I mean,
0: it'll be interesting to see if by the end of the cycle, like every faction, maybe every faction will have two. Yeah, right. Like, I I, I, would, I, think... I would be pretty surprised if it was more than that. Maybe there'll be like three neutral ones or something. Now, now here's the thing I screwed
1: up on because I thought Current stayed out until an agenda was scored or stolen.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. So, here, this yeah. is. <laughs> so, the way yeah. Current mechanic works in general is it's an event, so it functions just totally like an event, except when it's played, its effect stays around. Yeah, it hangs around. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's
1: like an enchantment for those of you that are familiar with magic.
0: Yeah. It's, um difference being is that there can only ever be one current active at a time on the entire board. Yeah. So if the corporation plays one and then two turns later the runner plays one, the corpse one goes away. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is currents remain in play until your opponent... Basically, gets an agenda
1: point. Yeah, that's the, now that's basically the thing I misread because yes. I thought it was if an agenda scored, I'm like these things are garbage. Yeah, it's like <laughs>
0: they go away like that, and it's like yeah, well, no, 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 no,
1: You 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 play your current, and you use that current to keep continually crushing your opponent. You're fine. The yeah. current's still out. Yeah. So, so if the
0: corporation puts down a current, the runner has to either play one of their own. Or, or score. Steal, steal yeah. an agenda. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. So that that made those cards way <laughs> more interesting to me yep. in my head. <laughs> yep. So otherwise and that's basically how they work. They're just kinda like they're events that kind of influence things and hang around for quite a while. Yeah. Um and in this data pack, one showed up for every single faction. Yeah. As well as a corporate neutral one, but I don't think a runner neutral one. No, I don't think so. The only way yeah. that it feels like that would yep. be Net, uh, Net celebrity, but that's a, that's c- that's a shaper. shaper. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but before we get into the currents, I think we should lead as always. So, the promise of the lunar cycle was every data pack is going to have at least one new ID. Yeah, which is great. I, I'm yeah, super which excited. Which is awesome. I'm I think super it's great. Um, so, I didn't know, like maybe this one had also been sh- shown Sport? on the internet. I didn't. I, I, did, I had no idea. Well, I, I kind of thought Blue Sun would be in this pack. Oh, that would be so um, good. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but it's not. It's not it is the HB. Oh, and probably, probably only one. I'd be surprised if there was more than one ID per faction. Um, yeah, me too. So HB's new ID, the at Foundry, least, at least their first one is the, the Foundry, Foundry. Um, and it is just a totally normal 45 cards, 15 influence, uh, but its ability is the first time you res a piece of ice each turn, and that means both on the runner's turn and on the corpse turn. You may search R and D for another copy of that ice, reveal it, and add it to HQ, and then shuffle R. So
1: you can tutor, like this. This is this is what I guess we're looking at. Grail ice. I guess we're looking at next it's, ice. Yeah, the
0: thing. So the things that it screams are well. Currently, absolutely next ice. Yep. And then by the time the rest of the Grail ice comes out, okay. that as well. Yeah. Um. It's probably doubly vicious with the Grail ice. Because... You're loading your hand with subroutines. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, you, like you're like you going to get those subs from the s- search you do off of Foundry. So, someone hits a Merlin, you're like, oh, actually, I'm going to go get another one. Yeah. And that's... So, sorry... <laughs>
1: Yeah, so it's 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 when it's res and you get the cards in your hand. I just can't really use it they they're they've already interacted with it. Like you can't pull grail ice and then show the same ice you've just pulled. I think it? you can. Really? Okay. I think so. Okay. Well then that's just bonkers.
0: <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe not. I'm not um, not not too clear, but either way yeah, I'd have to
0: reread one of the grail cards, I don't have it with me. Yeah. Um but yeah. It's it is definitely very interesting. Yeah, in that neat regard. neat um, neat play. Like yeah. I I and love
1: mass ice HP yeah. decks. Like those are my favorite to play. Yeah.
0: Uh, so. Well, the other thing is you might be able to actually get away with having fewer ice because you know you can get it reliably. That's true. Yeah. So and, like, and you're
1: also thinning out your deck too, yeah. which is which is kind of good, kind of bad. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're getting rid of those dead draws of uh, I access R and D. Oh, I see ice. Like you yeah. actually. Helping the runner a slight yeah, bit. Yeah,
0: so if if you're going to go a little bit lighter on your ice, like, say, maybe drop it down to, like, 15 or something. Right. Um. Obviously, 15, six of those are next ice. Yep. And then <laughs> a Mother Goddess or two, That's, at least. Yeah, yeah. Um. So if you do that, then you're definitely going to want to stack the rest of the deck with, like, stuff that has high trash costs or is untrashable. Yeah. Right, because you have a bunch of, like, cheaply trashable assets, and then you're hoovering all your ice out of your deck as well. That's it's pretty, probably gonna be a bad yeah, situation. You're, you're
1: probably gonna lose pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. But cool, it's always good to see new IDs. So this is Yeah,
0: it's interesting. I definitely wanna muck around with it, even though like I I mean in general I like the IDs and the factions require like being a bit more, a bit more lateral, maybe a bit more. I and mean, this is just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have a crap ton of ice, yeah, and then yeah. I'm gonna keep bringing it out.
1: Yeah, you you actually have to play to the ID. The ID can't play to you, yes. right? Like you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I I know what deck you're building because you 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 put down the foundry. I yeah. know I know what to expect. It's gonna be mass ice, yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. But I
0: mean, you can do stuff that lets you get out ice on your turn as well. Yeah. So. Amazon Industrial Zone, Eliza's Toy Box. Yeah, God, that would be gross if you're like, all right, uh, I'm gonna hard, I'm gonna resist Janice for free. Oh, I'm gonna go get yeah, another one Janus. next turn and install it. Yep, and then um I'm gonna put that down for free.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that can get really crazy. So yeah, like the, the, there's there's definitely a window of opportunity for a really interesting, sick ice deck. Yeah, you, you can even splash one less of uh, out of faction. You can just do two two toll booths because mm-hmm. you can go search for your uh, your, your, your your other, other one, one. Yeah, quite easily. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I That's will be neat. interesting
0: to uh, muck around with it a bit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: onto the currents.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Perhaps? Let's let's talk about some of the cards. Yeah. So, um, so we'll, I guess we'll start Corp because we we we
0: were just at the Corp. Yeah. 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 So, what did you see in there that you really dug about the Corp? Well, so there's all the currents. Yeah. Um, probably worth at least briefly touching on what each of them are for the different factions. Um, yeah. HB, in keeping with their their theme for of sure. Taking time. Yep. Uh, the they rudder. have enhanced login protocol, which costs two to play. And the way it works is just like all the other currents. This card is not trashed until another current is played or an agenda is stolen. Again, that's the that's the keyword there. Um, but the thing it does is, as an additional cost to make the first run not made through a card ability on his or her turn, the runner must spend a click. Right. So basically, if you initiate a run and you're not doing it through a and uh, like playing a card like Maker's Eye or Account Siphon or whatever, it costs you two clicks instead of one. Yeah, which means oh, now you got less clicks to spend clicking through bioroids. Yep. Um, if you're on a Ruhr Valley server, oh god, <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's your, your entire that's turn your... basically to make a run. Yep. Um, so this one is,
1: and and how it, much, how much does it cost? Two, two. So that's 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 pretty expensive.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of expensive, but I mean. Two costs to two, basically two credits to force the runner to lose a click for like at least two or three turns. Yeah, that's probably that, that is pretty huge. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that's vicious. Yeah, so like again, I'm I'm
1: I'm always wondering when the uh, like when the threshold breaks of how many clicks can a runner friggin lose right <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, through 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 HB's like meanness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Not too much else to say about it. That no, really. that's but It's cool. It's, it's good. It's, it's, and It's it, good at what HB does. And it
1: needs, like, the runner needs to be hit by it to even get rid of it, like, yeah. scoring wise, or yeah. unless or they've drop dropped their by, own. Drop, drop their own, yeah. Yeah. Jinteki's um, current. Right. This one This one is like, th- this one makes Chaos Theory make sense. Ugh, <laughs> or, or, or makes the lack of printing MU on a card make more sense to yes. me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So what is what does it do? I believe it only costs 2. It costs so 2 it again. It costs 2. It costs 2 again and basically the runners it's called cerebral static. Cerebral static, thank you. The runners uh text box is considered blank in their ID. And so their, and their ID is considered their ID
0: blank. Their ID does nothing. That's correct. Obviously yeah. this only applies for things that take place actually during play. So yeah. it's not like you play this and the professor is immediately illegal or something <laughs> like that. Um uh, and similarly, it, the only bummer is that it does nothing to Andromeda. And, yeah, Andy's already spent all her money. So. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh, come on. Bah. Yeah, but so it's 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 kind of neat. Yeah, if... the runners that definitely hits the worst are, I mean, Kit Peddler for sure. Yeah, Kit. Like, yeah. she just gets dumped on. Yep. Um, to a lesser extent, depending on how your rig's set up, it can obviously be very bad for Chaos Theory. Yep. Um, most of the other criminals, it kind of sucks. Um, most of their anarchs, it kind of sucks. If if nope, actually noise. wizard, it really noise sucks be, with, with yeah. noise. Yeah, because it's like if you if if they were going all in on just the virus install mills, yeah, mill and you drop this down, ben they're like, be, yeah. uh, uh, oh, <laughs> crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, so so it's it's targeted and it's weird, but it, hey, it's Kentucky, right? Like yeah. it's it's specific and very 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 like direct in a very very specialized way. Yeah, so it's 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 fitting. Like yeah, it makes sense cool. to me.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I dig it. Um, the The NBN Current. Okay, NBN Current. I like this current a lot. Yeah,
1: because NBN Current is targeted marketing.
0: Cost zero. Cost zero. Zero. Yep. What? Okay, so so tell us what targeted marketing does. What you do is you name a card. The corporation gains 10 credits whenever the runner (laughs) plays or installs a copy of that card. (laughs) So if you're playing against a criminal, you say... A cat siphon. Yeah, just, just, just
1: say Sure Gamble. Yeah. Say, say I can't like siphon anything. or
0: Sure Gamble. Yeah. The reason why... So I, I picked up two of these in the draft just because I think one of them just got left, left like, to for me at the end. Because the, the thing is, in the draft, it's like, okay, well, I can say Overmind or Sure Gamble. That is literally the only thing I am... Nearly positive the <laughs> yeah. runner is going to have in their deck. Yep. Oh, look, they've already used both their overruns, both their sure gambles. You're this like, this is dead guy. I, uh, I yeah. have no idea.
1: Frank the card, like yeah, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Akamatsu Memchips, I guess. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. But in a meta where you, well, hell, in a meta where you know yes. what people are playing, what, yeah, what cards are showing up, it's a, it's a,
0: it's an interesting deterrent. where they at least have to have a pick. Pick a faction, sure. So you have some <laughs> clue,
1: maybe. I I think this is much more of a deterrent. I don't think this will snag a lot of people. I think people will try to play around it. Yeah, totally. But I mean, like that's that's what what's a threat. interesting. Right? Ten is, is, bucks. What yeah, a threat! Is Holy because cow. you can
0: totally play around it. Yeah. Like you're just like okay, well, I said sure, gamble. I but it is a very large out.
1: minefield. Like you've got to play way around it. Like, yeah. Because you got to like if they if you're if that was your main econ, you're like okay, I gotta, yeah. I, gotta I gotta switch gears now. So yeah. it, it and, does wake the runner up. It's yep. one of those. Cool and the other thing
0: is, is like sometimes like if the runner has enough money, they don't care. Sure. Right? Like, if they have enough credits, they like, i oh, the going to take 10 more. They'll res two more pieces of ice. Whatever. I can <laughs> still get through all that. No problem. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter to me. So it's not like, it's not a guarantee of anything. It just, yeah. it just forces you to make difficult decisions. And mm-hmm. anything that does that... Is, is
1: awesome. Yeah, and 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 again, it is very very NBN. It's like oh, yeah. that. It's it's so yeah. it's just so it yeah. it's. I mean, if
0: you really want to go all in on this too, you can use things like Data Hound or Snoop and or Invasion of Privacy to be like, what yeah. what you got in your hand? Yeah. Oh, I see. You got you got uh, you got a in there. Well, let's just say crypsis.
1: Uh, so so that, so that's like the news. The news guy saying like, and only jerks use crypsis. <coughs> like right when then right. The Runner <laughs> uses a crypsis yeah. and then uh, like the, <laughs> the 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 public goes wild. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, how about Wayland's? Wayland's is, um, okay. I forget the, sorry, the name.
0: Paywall Implementation.
1: Paywall Implementation. And I really like this card. This is every time the runner makes a run, Yep, you gain one Successful credit. Successful run. Successful run, you yep. gain a credit.
0: Yep. So it's basically like Desperado in reverse. <laughs> yeah, and I
1: think that's really
0: good. And it's costs zero. Yep, It's and it's also a transaction. Oh, so, oh perfect. Uh, building a better world gets... Earns a credit. Earns a credit for, a playing credit for even playing it. Yeah. And this, this
1: to me, I think it can net you, let's say, uh, at least three. Like just yeah. be, at least three easily. But so, again, it
0: uh, it forces a difficult, a slightly more. Di- I mean, it's only one credit. Yeah. But it makes the runner like a l- maybe a touch. They probably have to think slightly more about like, oh, they just put down a naked card. It's almost certainly not an agenda is it worth giving them a credit just to see that Jackson Howard or s- pad campaign? Sealed vault or something. Sealed Ooh, vault. Yeah. a second. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it to me is a really, uh, in, it's like my, it's probably my favorite corp current out of this one just because it's really? like, it's a de- cool. Desperado in reverse transaction goes well with Wayland. I, I'm crazy about Wayland, anyways. But yeah, it's a, I think it's a pretty, pretty cool. Plus zero, like you can tug of war back faster and easier. If he drops a current, you're like, Mah. well, I'll just, re- yeah, that's true too. That's and true it, too. It maintains tempo because you're Dropping current, dropping card, getting one back. Like uh, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, and uh, aside from targeted marketing, which is influence cost of one, the rest of them are two, e- including so, this one. Including so it it's like so they're not that hard to go cross cross faction. Sure, for. but it, I think it'd be kind of weird to cross faction. But maybe
1: you can come up with something. Yeah. absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I but. mean,
0: enhanced login protocol might be interesting for Ginteki. Sure. because that's one less click they have to draw back up cards. And their white tree crap. Damage. If they're
1: spending their first click just getting oh, yeah. at archives. Oh,
0: that in replicating perfection. Yeah, Ugh. that's a that's a pretty mean. Oh yeah. Yeah, gross. I don't, I
1: don't even think you're playing Netrunner anymore you're playing some strange version of like Solitaire right
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then finally there was also a neutral current that's two right. credits lag time, lag time which was uh, very straightforward in that all ice have plus
1: one strength. It's like straightforward like a brick to the face. That's it
0: It's yep. <laughs> that's a crazy yep. card. Cost two I believe. Cost two. Just, cost like, two. just like the rest no uh, influence. Most of the rest. Most of the rest yeah obviously it's neutral so yeah. doesn't have any influence um yeah, it's
1: this, this this I think we're gonna see stronger together get. Yeah, that out plus of this stronger world. together?
0: Oh, Gross. Man. I get well so what? We're
1: looking at an Eli sitting at six strength. Yeah. Like with two sorry. subroutines. It's it's even out of Morningstar range.
0: Like Oh god, it is. So Unless you slap it on dinosaurs. I, and and, the, and then of course you
1: have to like click through it and stuff. So I guess this this is a pretty crazy uh like efficiency wise. You yeah. look you look at when the runner drops um not Xanadu, but like Ice Carver. Yep. Like, dang, that really stung. Now I'm kinda boned. You yeah. saved so much money with his card. Yeah, and this card this is basically like the inverse. Off, of the inverse of it. Yeah. Ice Carver. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Um what else in there really stood out to you as being interesting? On
1: corpse side? Yeah,
0: on corpse side. Um
1: I thought I could think. Uh so what else did we see from Corpse? Uh Sealed Vault? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little about Sealed Vault, yeah. which is Se- the Sealed Vault is the account siphon. Like the the anti account Yeah, it's
0: totally the anti account siphon slash vamp.
1: Yeah, zero two res. Yep, it is. It's it is right, an, it's asset. an asset. Yep, Wayland. It's, it's technically Wayland, but it only costs one. Yep. So, so if you really, if you're really scared of it's good for anybody, siphons, yeah, put them in there. Uh, what's this? What's the astonishing trash cost of this thing? Eight. Eight. It's eight. eight. That's pretty awesome. Yep. And it makes sense. No, that to me makes sense because they have to spend all the resources breaking into a sealed vault. It yeah. makes so much sense. Like you, yeah, had to, totally. you had to
0: hire this guy at Safecracker. Yeah. You had yeah. to... Even better, the flavor text is, nothing is impenetrable. The key is to make breaking into it more costly <laughs> than what it's worth. That's so perfect. So
1: good. And so why would you spend eight to yeah. get rid of the five you saved from the so siphon? So
0: when sealed vault is rezzed. Yep. Obviously, just once you turn it on, but it's got zero risk cost. So basically, just, just turn it on when you, it want you turn to. On. Yeah. Yep. Um, you spend one credit. And then after you've spent one credit, you may move any number of the credits you have left from your credit pool into Sealed Vault. Right. So basically, all your money goes, well, as much of your money as you want goes away safely. And then you can spend a click or trash this card to move any number of credits from Sealed Vault back to your credit pool. Right.
1: So it's like a little safe place where you put your money yeah. when you get siphoned. Yeah.
0: So someone's coming in for the siphon. You wait till they pay to get through all of your ice. Then you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to res sealed vault over here. Yeah. You already saw it was in that remote. Well, I guess if you saw sealed vault, there's no way account siphon. <laughs> so I put that down True. face down face four down. turns ago and never scored it. So you just thought it was a trap. Oh, actually it's sealed vault. I will spend one credit, move my remaining eight over into the sealed vault I got nothing for you to siphon now. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I, you see, you're see, you thinking of it as a, like a mid-game cool clutch thing, and I thought about it as an early early game thing and it not being very strong, as strong as, say, mid... Like mid-game, I think it makes yeah. a lot more sense. Early game, yeah. it's like, okay, they're, they're like, I siphon you, and I get through your measly bit of ice. Oh, well, I've used all these resources, and now my money's over here. And then it's like, okay, well, he's down a siphon, which if... They're playing like everyone I've been playing. They're just going to be recurring it like crazy, anyways. <laughs> so, to you bring it up in the mid game, it makes a lot. The card makes a lot more sense yeah. to me.
0: Like, yeah. But I mean, if you get so the the nice thing is that if you see one of these in your opening hand, and you're playing against a criminal, but you don't have any other agendas in your HQ, you put this down, and you can still leave your HQ naked. Now. Yeah, it's not really a big yeah. That's
1: deal. that's, a, that's a, it's another way it's of uh, of keeping your your, your HQ siphon proof. Yeah. Um, I'm usually not a fan of cards that are this targeted. Uh, yeah, but, I mean it's good to
0: get siphon and vamp and lamprey. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Like like the card is probably going to be some more stuff coming in the cycle as well that does for bad sure, stuff for that sure. But
1: that's why that's why I like that they also made it so expensive to trash, like yeah. so ridiculously expensive to trash. Like yeah. that that to me makes the card more interesting as well. Yeah,
0: because um, yeah, it's like okay. Well, I know that thing is out there. Is it really worth me blowing in cringe just so I can get my siphons to land in yeah, the future? People
1: people cringe when they have to blow up a sand sand. I don't know if they're going to be blowing up many seal vaults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless of course you're uh you're you're imping them, which is kind of hilarious and Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I I dig it. Um uh, I thought it would be worth talking about just because I kind of like all of these totally unique agendas.
1: Sure. Oh, uh, so we're talking about the Shard here? Eden fragment. Fragments. Shards, Shards are, are on the runners. runner side, fragments, fragments are on the side. I'm never going
0: to get that right, by the way. That's <laughs> Fine. <laughs> If I wasn't looking at it, I doubt I would have either. Um, right. it's, a, it's a five for three, so it's a big old hefty agenda. Um, it's also a limit, just one per deck. Um, when it is scored for the rest of the game, you can ignore the install cost of the first piece of ice you install each turn. Yeah, that's... Which is pretty That's cool. cool. I think that's cool. Um, um, the tricky bit is you kind of want to get this early. Sure. Uh, but once you do that, like, you can save... Quite a bit of money. Quite a bit of money over the course of the game.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I, th- I think it was uh, the the mediocre, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he he mentioned that. Uh, what's interesting about this is this kind of fits the role of where a Pryrek would sit. Um, yeah. More or less, and and it's like sometimes it's hard to as a Pryrek because your targets aren't there. This you just score the damn thing. Right. Which yeah, I thought yeah, was yeah. pretty. That's always a
0: bummer when you score Pryrek uh, and you're right. like, I'll guess I'll get this uh, this wall of static for free. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know what it is. That was the only ice on my HQ. Hey, hooray! Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but so yeah. it's and it's it's unique, correct? It's, yes, it's, yeah, it's because... unique and
0: it's limit one per deck. Yeah, so cool. Just like uh, Eden Shard. No, this is Eden Fragment. What was the what was the runner one? Mm-hmm. Wait, was it
1: also called Eden Shard? Oh, maybe it was. Was, was it Eden Shard?
0: Maybe. It oh man, be. I didn't. That, even... That makes sense. Now. I might not have to put that together right now, but there may be corresponding things on both sides. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the runner one was called Eden. I, I, th- I think it was. That's probably yeah. where all this And that's probably why it was from. in your head. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Okay, neat. That's, that's, so that's, that's neat, but also cruel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, sweet. I dig it.
1: And, uh, um, I like these rounder, uh, these these unique one per deck agendas because uh-huh. they, they they round out your agenda suite and yeah. they make the deck a little bit spicier. You know, like yeah. not so consistent. I I I, I kind of dig that. Yeah, either. I totally dig it.
0: And it's like it's the kind of thing where hypothetically, if you were feeling super confident, like. You fast track it, yeah. get it out early, like when you feel like you've got a good solid control from for whatever reason, and then it's just paying dividends to the rest of the game.
1: Yeah, and if anyone has played a big glacier deck, they yeah. know how expensive installing those, those oh, yeah. that ice gets. Oh, like okay. a, you, you well, pray for two. an
0: intern's yeah. just to save like three credits. Yeah, right?
1: and imagine that for your entire game. Like yeah, that's kind of imagine yeah. if, imagine if that wasn't uh, like an ID on a on a corp. it'd yeah. just be madness. It'd be crazy. It'd be so crazy. Yeah, yeah,
0: All, like. Every central like three ice deep. Yeah, easy, Ugh. easy. Ugh. So yeah, very like it's it's
1: it's 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 a cool card. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm glad we got it early because there's some overdrive cards I really wanted sooner after drafting. Right. To 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 play around with, yeah. and this is at least one of them.
0: Yeah. Uh, was there anything else on the corpse side that really jumped out to you? Not to not really.
1: Sweet? I was I was like digging more. Like I was just kind of interested about the the the, the way currents are playing together. Right. Um, but I did see that kind of crazy new another bonkers single. Uh, subroutine NBN Ice, oh, which is information overload. So Nels, please help me help yep. my poor brain. What what
0: <laughs> what is that card? So information overload is an NBN Ice. It's a it's a sentry. It's also a tracer. Just got two influence. It is cost six six. Pretty so, yes. big, heavy. It's strength four. Um, so what's interesting is when the runner encounters information overload. So this is not a subroutine. This is like the three credits you have to pay when you encounter toll tollbooth. This is like the tag on Data Raven. Yes. This is very NBN. Yeah. When the, Except unlike Data Raven, this is just when the runner encounters information overload, trace one. If successful, give the runner one tag. Yeah. So that basically means unlike Data Raven, which you can just beat feet if you really don't want to deal with that tag, against making news and this card, you're dealing with trace three for a tag. Every single time. Every time.
1: And we have cards that do crazy things with traces, like yes.
0: Chilo and things like that. Yeah. Um, so the actual subroutines are um, information overload. So kind of like uh, Koma Inu, right. what information overload does is it gains a subroutine for each tag the runner has, and every single one of those subroutines is the runner trashes one of his or her installed cards. Yeah, installed cards. Yes. That's resources. That's yeah. hardware. That's yeah. everything. I mean, so it's it's balanced in that the runner gets a choice. So, yep. like, okay, well, that Armitage, the first time they blunder into this thing, you know, it's like, okay, well, that Armitage has got, like, two credits left on it anyway. That can go away. Yeah. But then, or like, could you imagine running into this thing without a century breaker out, and you've been hit with a psychographics? Yeah, or yeah, like it like just mid-season. wipes your. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. mid seasons. Yeah, it would just wipe your board. Yeah, it's it just, like, just well, resets the board. Everything's gone. I guess. Yeah. That yeah. sucks.
1: So, so I like that. I like, the I, like the, the I know there's setup involved, but what a crazy card! Yeah, but it's like a like a like a wrath of God. It you can just ruin everything you've set up. Yeah. if you if you've done right, but so. it just
0: doesn't end the run yeah right goes, so it won't keep your agenda safe, really. No, no, which is pretty cool.
1: yeah yeah very very like it's a it's it's a cool card, um, yeah. and it's like it's like that super ice and that that sweetness. yeah um Oof. can you talk a little bit about will-o'-wisp? Will- yeah so that was
0: the last thing I wanted to talk about so will-o' the-wisp is the first neutral upgrade. It is a four res cost, which is pretty expensive, and only one to trash, which sucks. <laughs> but what will-o'-the-wisp does is. Whenever there is a s- successful run on this server, you may trash will of the wisp If you do, choose an icebreaker that was used to break at least one subroutine during this run. The runner adds that icebreaker to the bottom, bottom. of his or her stack.
1: Now, when I first saw this card, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, there's just no way. Um, but then I saw the cost to res it, and I felt a little bit better about the card.
0: Yes. So it's expensive. It's definitely expensive. Yeah. But the fact that it can basically, like... Especially now when there's clone ships and scavengers <laughs> yeah, and deja a program, vus. A program
1: is safer for the Corp to be at the bottom of a runner's oh, deck yeah. than in the trash. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless you're the, like the two crazy people in the world that run Window. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from that, those two people, like where I want their icebreakers is at the bottom of their uh, yeah of their stack. Yeah. Without question. I mean, like, again, Shaper... Yeah, they can tutor it out with self-modifying code, yeah. but they can bring it back with clone chip anyway. Anyway, yeah, so... And it's more expensive to get back with self-modifying code, Yeah, and they have to have the SMC, like, already out there anyway, right? Yeah, um, and,
1: and it's it's so flexible because it's an upgrade, too, yeah. so it's... It uh, can go I, anywhere. It go and anywhere. as long
0: as there's another ice on that server that they didn't cheat getting through with, like... A FEM, I guess? Because it's not really... break. Yeah. Or it's grappling be, hook. Yeah, sure. If they're not um, using the weird, crazy ice... Yeah, they're not using something weird... It's like, oh, you can, anything, it, it's basically program trashing, but different. Sure, yeah. yeah so, and like, this in a deck that's also very focused on program trashing with stuff like Power Shutdown. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm seeing, good and Whaling can happily
1: dump four to, oh, yeah. to ruin the Runner's Day. Like, they do it all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah,
0: so that could be... Super, super cool. I actually, I, I was doing a program destruction thing for a while, and it was pretty enjoyable. Was this with, in your ten or? Uh, yeah. Uh, because yes. that was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, but I also had a Wayland one with Grendel, which I also dug. Um, so I think, uh, seeing, this seeing this, could this could fit there. could go. Like, yeah. Yeah. Pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It's, it is mean.
1: Yeah, it's very very cool card. Yep. Um. I guess that wraps up the corpse. Yeah, that's the big so corpse interesting. Stuff. Be, uh, basically, this was just an introductory to currents. That's why I was a little bit like, because I'm. I'm yeah. I don't even know if I like currents yet. You know. Yeah. Like basically
0: ha- almost half the cards of this pack were currents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um. So over on the runner side, there are also there are three currents. This right. isn't a neutral one, but there's one for each faction. Mm-hmm. Um. The anarch one is called scrubbed. Scrubbed. What does scrub do? Scrubbed is a two cost.
1: A two-cost current for the anarchs to influence. Uh, basically, the first piece of ice encountered each turn has minus two strength for the remainder of the run. Yep. So it's like a like a, a bishop.
0: Yeah. It's like it's a like bishop a... that goes wherever you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For f- once. Once.
0: So so the b- the very important thing to note is the first piece of ice encountered. So okay. you can't slap this down and then drop a parasite on something and then expect it to just dissolve immediately. You okay. have to make the run. Okay. Um, once you do, then its strength is lowered for the rest of the turn. Oh, then you just clone chip the parasite out. <laughs> yeah, but sure. Yes. So then, so yeah, once once you do that, then you can drop parasites on it later or whatever, and its strength is still lowered, unless, of course, it's Lotus Field. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's saving you money. It's, it, it's, it's... It helps set up Anarch. parasites. It's what the Anarchs like to great, do. Great, great arc. Like, just a dude exploding. Yes. How I cool is that? He's
1: wearing some kind of, like... Is it, is it, I don't even know, is it a code guy? Is he wearing like...
0: I don't know, but he's got this like kind of weird round helmet. It actually kind of looks like... Blackguard? No. No. No, I was going to say it looks like Siegfried from Dark Souls. Oh, oh, I see. Because he's got the big round like onion helm. (laughs) I don't know what the thing blowing
1: up is. It's probably Siegfried from Dark Souls. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the Anarchs hate that guy. So,
1: so what did this, what do the shapers get? Um, I think t- personally I think this is the strongest current.
0: It's certainly the most flexible. The flexible yeah. 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 Um the the yeah. So this is just like this will probably be the one where it's like if you just need if you just want to have some currents for current countering plus what it does use. Yep. This is probably the go-to one. I mm-hmm. um, it is net celebrity. Yep. It costs 1 credit to install, but you basically get that credit back immediately because what it does is you get one reoccurring credit that has to be used during a run, during a run. Yep. yep. So you can't use it to pay to install stuff. Or pay for your events or whatever. But otherwise... Oh, sorry. You I can't get, use it to install things when you're not running. Right. Which used to mean something. Which used to mean something, but... That nah, wasn't since... really so much anymore. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's like this was... I had two of these in the Overdrive yeah, draft. Yeah, that, that must have helped you out And right they were bit. useful. Yeah. This was like one free credit a turn as long as you make a run. And rarely do you not.
1: That's always a good idea. Plus you have um, counter current. Yep, and, and so it's, it's yeah, it's just kind of well. like,
0: if you want to have it as a counter current plus a useful thing, like, you'll never be sad to see that on the table. No. Um, and the criminal one <laughs> right. was unscheduled maintenance.
1: Yeah, criminal unscheduled maintenance costs one. Um, this card, to me, is very kind of confusing, because it's, the corp cannot install more than one piece of ice each turn. Yes. Um, so... I guess if you get it super early, you can kind of slow down their, their their setup. Yeah,
0: so it's 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 almost. I mean, it, yeah, it kind of makes sense that it's in criminal, but it's almost less useful for them. Like where this is awesome is in a deck that's super ice destruction. Placed, sure, the, right? Like so an like, an, like Anarchs. Like, like, like an anarchy. They, yeah. they,
1: they they want to blow everything up and then make them take maintenance. And then yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So
0: like once the thing is down, if Especially if you're able to... And that's kind of what Anarchs are really good at anyway. Like, they're able to threaten multiple servers, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, you ice the hell out of R&D. Well, I'm just going to go grab a nerve agent and go to town on HQ. Yeah. Oh, you locked in HQ. Okay, well, I'm going to go grab an imp and blow up every single asset you put on the board. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you could drop this down and then keep them from getting a bunch of ice out and slowing down their their yeah, their yeah setup, basically, is interesting. Yeah. Um. Criminals less so, especially because people like ice the hell out of their centrals against criminals anyway. <laughs> yeah, because
1: they know better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but as a, as a thing, it was just like, if that showed up, that would be pretty annoying. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one criminal program that I thought was pretty interesting ah. is Cash. Cash,
1: yeah. So it's, it's Cash, right? It's not Cache. Like, no, no, I think it's just cash. Yeah. I've got to ask the language
0: guy, because I'm like... Yeah, oh, I don't know, my French is terrible.
1: <laughs> I didn't even know that was French. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it
0: derives from French at some point, if you go for, far enough back. But right, okay. Um, so, it's so definitely fr- th- especially from the romantic side of the English language, not the Germanic side. There we go, there we go. Um, it is a virus. Hello. Devices, but it's a criminal virus, only one influence. Uh, it costs one to install, but when you install it, you place three virus counters on it. And... That's it. <laughs> but you can remove those virus counters to gain a credit. At any time you want. Any time you want. you want. So this thing is bonkers with
1: Shahrazad and noise. And grimoire. And, and grimoire. Yeah. It's just insane. Yeah, you
0: install this on a Shahrazad with grimoire, you got five credits. Yep. I, I guess, and hypothetically, you were probably paying for it with uh, Sassarara yep. or a Cyberfeeder.
1: Yep. Anyway, and you're milling a card, and you're milling a card. So, you just dropped the I know it's a bit of setup, but you just dropped a super sure gamble. Yeah, <laughs> the, the best yeah. sure gamble yeah. in the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, it's yeah, noise loves cash. Yep, but other anarch virus decks, it's still pretty boss. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, um, just as a source of of
1: money. I mean, like, I guess he could surge it. I don't even know anymore. Like, he <laughs> <you> could, <laughs> I guess. I mean, like, if you, there, is, if there you is some really
0: it... needed the cash, yeah. Um, and then there's those other viruses coming... Coming
1: out that can move some stuff around. Yeah, they can move various kind of around. Which is be... Which is like,
0: oh, God, I just absolutely need money. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, very, yeah. like, neat, neat yeah, cards. It's, it's definitely... <laughs> if there's a problem criminals have, it's not, how can I get two bucks out of a program? <laughs> um, so I don't know how many criminals will actually run this. <laughs> uh, but much like Gorman Drip... Yeah. Um Anarchs love this to death. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. noise. It's
1: what's uh, 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 well, they could just have a one cost virus. It does nothing, and they the, yeah. the noise would be and noise still super, super
0: jazzed on it. So yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean this lamprey. There's like a lot of, a lot of interesting options, and I think there's gonna, yeah. now we're now we can see we're going to be seeing the, the the pure noise mill. I think yeah, yeah. like it's it's, it's going to happen, and I, and I know people are playing with it now and they're having fun and stuff. So yeah. It'd be hilarious to see that stomp out attorney or something. Yeah, like a yeah. super noise mill.
0: It'd be cool. Um... The last thing I want to mention, just quickly, because we talked about it a little bit in the Overdrive draft, but because I misunderstood the value of this card immensely when I first saw <laughs> okay. it, is a uh, Ghost Runner.
1: Oh man, Ghost Runner! So what does Ghost Runner do?
0: So, <laughs>
1: see, I, th- I think it was during my game actually. Or, or or before that meeting, yeah, you were, were that. I'd seen about it that. go
0: around in the draft. No, no, no. It was when you put it down. I think, I, I don't know if it was when we were playing. It might have been I was watching a game. Watching we a game because I yeah. finished.
1: So Ghost Runner is a, a resource, yep. a virtual resource. Costs one to come out. Place three credits on Ghost Runner when it is installed. When there are no credits left on Ghost Runner, trash it. You can use the credits on Ghost Runner during a run. But so this sounds,
0: <laughs> this sounds terrible. Awful. Like, I, I saw it. I'm like, well, I guess those credits, like, can't go away with closed account, <laughs> and if you have a lot of money now, you can use it up later. I get, I don't. Know, it seems weird. Yeah, but there's one
1: keyword that I did purposely leave out, yep. and that is that right beside resource <laughs> before virtual. It says stealth.
0: Yep. So and and I these saw are. That and I was just like, oh, oh
1: god damn it. So, uh, okay. So these are stealth credits. Yep. So. The, Makes
0: all the difference in the world. Oh yeah,
1: these 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 round out your stealth deck. I think I think the, sure. I think the stealth deck can come now. I think it's ready to yeah. ready to go because the breakers like yeah, huge.
0: Once the other breakers show up, it's definitely going to be a viable thing. Because like the the bummer land you get set up in is right like early on when you haven't been able to go find cloak or the silencer or whatever. Yep. It's like, you can just get completely locked out of servers if they happen to get the right ice on it and you have the wrong breaker. Yeah. But now you're like, okay, well, I got my early game. If I really need it, source of stealth credits. That's awesome. Yeah. And then later on when you get, like, your hardware or programs that's providing stealth credits, you're gold.
1: Yeah. I drafted two of these and they rounded out my silencers and my...
0: It, it was just madness. That's, that's awesome. Had, yeah.
1: A very, 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 very cool card. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about, because uh, I like, I love cards like this, but David... Uh, D four yes one D yes uh,
0: so hold on to that for one second sure we got a question about it oh really so I thought oh, actually we can we can just go well let's just jump straight to the questions sure so reader mail yeah okay very great. first question was was from our buddy Quinns so ah he opens it down super uh, he asks have you tried running Nasir with David. And if so, will you ever run anything else again? Because I won't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what does David do? T- David is an anarch uh, program. is on an icebreaker. It's just a program. It's just a program. T- takes up one MU, costs three, four influence. So we're a big one. Is- we're dealing with some serious stuff here. Yeah, so Anarch, Anarch gets this. Oof, that. That's yeah. a lot. Anar gets this now. Like It's not like they're data suckers. It's not like they're other crap. Right. This yeah. is an Anarch card. Yeah.
0: Or something you have to commit to. Commit
1: insanely. So it's place three power counters on David when it is installed. It's D4-1D, but I will call it David. Yeah. Uh, because it's out of sling and some marbles and it's...
0: Oh, it's supposed to be a sling. It's I, like David. I, yeah. I thought it was like a weird like like shuffle shuffleboard. Yeah, no, but it's, you're playing it's with David Bob. and Goliath. Okay. That's okay. why the card makes so, sense. So, so, uh, that does make way more sense now. So the other thing is what just based on the name, um, in uh, in Neil Stevenson's Cyberpunk book Snow Crash. Okay, there's a character who's also known as David, but he spells it D A five. ID. Okay. So I thought it was like, oh, it's a spelling of David, but with different numbers. With four of plus letters. one, crazy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a clever reference. Okay, that's no. <laughs> cool. But <laughs> the real. But, but also David and Goliath. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Goddammit. <laughs> so you can use a host of power counter
1: break ice subroutine on a piece of ice that has strength five or greater. Yes. Uh,
0: so it brings down the giants.
1: Yeah. It's it's uh, get through toll booth for one of these.
0: Yep, uh, you can, can actually one of those. You can Oof. actually get
1: through a archer just yep. just the corp gets two bucks but yep. hell like, okay yeah, like, that's
0: fine that's it's way better to be able to pull out one of these than to have a bunch of your other stuff just explode
1: yeah so i, I uh, it's a cool card uh, the flavor's neat and it's yep. very it's very anarch like one man against the big guy yeah. it's very very cool yeah. and the yeah. other
0: thing it's absolutely delicious with is e3 feedback implants that's right
1: cuz you break it once and then it's a dollar yep. forever so then other it's
0: one of the, one of these counters and three credits to get through archer yeah which Oof. Oof.
1: So, Quins runs it with Naseer.
0: Yeah. Which is... Because it's so cheap <laughs> to install. Basically, like with Naseer, you're face-checking whatever ice you want if it's... Low strength ice, okay. We well can just go grab the appropriate program yep. with self modifying code. <laughs> if or... it's high
1: strength, David, yeah, just dumps it. And you're it. like,
0: oh, God, I wasn't expecting a Janus. Well, David. Yeah.
1: That is that is so cool. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really think yeah. about that. I didn't think about at it either. All. Yeah. And that's probably because influence scared me away from cross faction. Right. And plus, I love Anarch so much. Yeah. I just don't want
0: But with, sh- I mean, you just put one of these in Shaper. You can grab it when you need it and, and keep then, bringing it back. Yeah, you sell a... with A Shop's Phone Shop. Oh, you sell God. it with Clone Chip. And it only costs three, so you're basically, like, once you Aesop it and bring it back, it's not costing you anything, aside from the first one. Yeah. Yeah, there's something cool there. Very cool there. Um, another question we got from our, I don't know if you've ever actually met him or not, uh, at least a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. Janeman Nordhagen. He used to uh, work for Fulbright, ah. uh makers of Gone Home, yep. which is an awesome video game. Uh, he just recently started his own place called Dim Dimbulb. Um, <laughs> he just went the opposite. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah. It's like a little <laughs> joke, you see. All right, all right. Um, he asked, and this I actually kind of wanted to talk about this card too. Um, so he asked, do you think Heinlein Grid makes Stronger Together a viable ID? Stronger Together is scarce in competitive decks right now. Is ETF still superior? So I think Heinlein Grid is... Awesome. Yeah. It's an HB Tell upgrade. us about Highland Grid. <laughs> uh, like the rest of the grids, the region. And so there's limit region one per server. Yep. Once this is around, you can't combine it with Sansan or anything else. Um, but it is three credits to res. Yep. Three credits to trash. But what it does is if the runner loses or spends a click during a run on this server, he or she loses all credits in his or her credit pool.
1: That yeah, so it. I think I think face value it looks really scary, but what yeah. we need what we need to know is that the runner has this needs to be res before the runner spends something. Yes, so it's not spent clicks. It's the the, the runner has to be aware of the grid right. and then actively click through things yep. and loses money.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I mean, what you can do is like put down a Victor 1.0 yep. or something, install Heinlein Grid and something else behind it. Yep. Um, they say, oh, I'm going to run on that, expecting you just to click through it. And you're like, oh, ha, 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 Heinlein Grid's res now. Do you still want to click through those subroutines, or would you like to take a brain damage and end the run? Right, yeah. <laughs> you, you, there,
1: you, can, you just have to sneak it in on the right window. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so it isn't as crazy as I think a lot of people might be thinking it is. Right. They, they, they might I mean,
0: think. It, the basically, the thing about it is just like, you. It, it does nothing to keep your agenda safe. No. Unless it's an APD contract. Yeah. Um, because, well I mean, you can't blow this... Like, if if you suffer the effects of this, unless you're playing Wizard, I guess, or have a bunch of scrubbers, um, you don't have enough... You don't have any credits left to trash this thing when you actually get to it. Yeah. But you can still access anything else in that server, and if it's an agenda, you're still going to steal it. You're still it. stealing it. That's yeah. why I think Hindland Grid is awesome, is because it doesn't actually do any good to keep your agendas safer. Right. But it means your assets... Are now safe behind those otherwise totally porous bioroids. Right.
1: So this, so this can back up like Alex Talbot or um, some other crazy. Yeah. The asset arcology.
0: Ecology. Yeah. Uh, I think. it's... Yeah. What is it? I think it's just the Haas AI Ecology. Anyway, the one that kind of gives you extra clicks to spend. Yeah. Or even just an Adonis campaign.
1: Yeah. Or your Grendel refinery that you want to keep alive. Forever. Yeah. It's like yeah. That's, Ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's it's yeah. it, it is neat. So it, he thinks. So, sorry, the question is that... He was asking about Stronger Together. Yeah. Because the bummer was Stronger Together, right, is that... You can click through Bioroids. Yeah, you can click through. It's like, they all got plus one strength. But who cares until, like, three quarters of the way through the game when all your servers are double stacked with them. But at that point, you've probably already lost anyway. Yeah, that that, and, that
1: was a problem with it.
0: Really. Yeah. So, the thing that's rad about Highland Grid is it says, okay, well, you can click these Bioroids, but can't do it for yeah, free yeah, it's, anymore. It, it's kind
1: of turning it's it's again we're we're inverting a lot in this set, but it's kind of turning the the the, the problem
0: HP had into something that is bene- beneficial for Yeah, HB. totally. Yeah. Right. Because the big like the big downside that if you're if you're not playing engineering in the future, um, cause, like aside from the other um uh, are pretty different. Yeah. Like Cerebral Imaging is crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like, like it, I don't
1: even know if it's yeah, from the same Next game. design
0: means include a million pieces of ice. Yep. Obviously, the point of um, custom biotics is you're going to include a ton of influence in cards from other factions. But really, the way you'd build an ETF deck versus Stronger Together is not that different. No, it isn't that different. Except you might have a few more Bioroids in Stronger Together sure. to really get the, the most distance out of them. Yeah. But the big downside is you're like, okay, well, I'm giving up this huge econ advantage if I'm not playing engineering the future. right? Yeah. Like, that card can give you... So much money. 15 credits in a game, easy. Yeah. S- but Highline Grid means, oh, okay, well, now I might be able to recover a bunch of that money with otherwise relatively easily trashable econ assets. Yeah. Like...
1: That's, that, I think that's a really... Adonis, that's an interesting way of thinking about the it, other for campaigns. Sure. Yeah, their campaigns. Yeah, your Adonis can just live on a grid with yeah. something in
0: front yeah. of it. Something just, that's, like, not super taxing, but just annoying enough that they have to get, they have to pay, like, pay to get through a Victor, right? Like, they're not going to get through it with Yogg because your planes are all together, right? So <laughs> yeah, they're paying right. to break a four-strength, two-sub code gate to then just have the pleasure of paying three extra credits to trash the Adonis and three extra credits to trash the Heinlein grid. And then right as they're about to do that, you res an encryption protocol. So now each of those things costs four to trash. Yeah. And it's just... Ugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think it's an interesting
1: car, an interesting card to to use as a. This will help out stronger together for yeah. sure. Like, cause that, to me that's kind of left field. I thought there'd be more cards like like lag time or something. Right. Lag time with with uh, stronger together or cards that were more direct. But this is an indirect way that's actually helping uh, a ID that doesn't see a lot of play.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is pretty darn cool. Yeah, I yeah. think it's interesting. Um. Okay. So beyond that, another couple pieces of reader mail. Cool. Um. Tim Post, who we'll mention again in just a moment, uh, asks, what makes a good noise mill deck? Uh, Jackson Howard prevents the miracle run in archives usually, but what if you don't care about agendas? Question mark. So he just wants to mill. Just literally mill until the corporation has nothing left. Um, I mean, the answer basically is cheap viruses. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and and,
1: right? and, and, and rec- rec- recursion and like even mass, mass install. Like yeah, you want mass efficiency, install.
0: efficiency in installing? Yeah, because uh, basically... With if if you're actually going to try to win by milling the corporation, you have to be able to do it before they can get enough points to score. Right? Sure, yeah. Because once they kind of realize that's your game plan, they should be like, okay, well, I'll just have a, some, rel- like, not even that expensive, and the run ice. I'm gonna start scoring agendas. Yeah. So it,
1: it, it it's interesting because it changes the game into something totally different. Like now it a weird race. Yeah, Uh, but definitely not
0: necessarily my favorite. No, it's
1: not not mine. But um, definitely, noise wants to be dancing. He wants to be at Wild Side because you need a constant flurry of cards to be spending. It's
0: like, oh, okay. Well, I'll use I'll use Jin so that I can tutor up the and that it's almost always way too slow and it's expensive. Yeah, right. Like you basically want to be installing one to two viruses per turn. Period.
1: Yeah. Um, and if you can keep that pace, then yeah, it's it's totally it sucks. Like it, it, it totally sucks. So the corp seeing all these cards hit the hit the hit the archives just yeah, just, it's just terrible, terrible. bummer. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, it's, it's I guess it's kind of the inverse of a Ginty like super net damagey deck where you're just trying to bleed the runner out of everything they got. Yeah. Except in that case, at least the runner has to make runs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> that just pollute your servers with so many viruses they choke under their own weight, catch <laughs> on fire, and explode? <laughs> um, finally, I did think this question from uh, Peter L it was interesting. He said, "I run recklessly, and it's great fun, but nine games out of ten, <laughs> poor Kate ends up flatlined. <laughs> How do you know when not to run?" <laughs> um. Well, if you're playing against Jinteki, one of the answers is certainly if you have less than three cards in your hand. Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: and, and I think flatlining, we, we can flatline in a lot of ways in that runner. So um, it's, yeah. we, we might need a little bit more information to see That's like what, what's hurting him. Is Well, I
0: imagine it would be net damage. Like that, the, So running
1: recklessly will get you net damage. Yeah, too, for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah.
0: And being like running on your last click... That's not a good idea. Yep, that, we, uh, that will get you flatlined. Yeah, a couple weekends ago, um, we had a constructed tournament here in town, um, and there was one game against this, like, super net-damage agent. It was, it was Richards. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, like, very, really vicious, but the runner I brought was Silhouette with Professional Contacts. So it's basically the hard counter to that deck. It's like, okay, I can draw cards to get money, and I can expose everything, but for some reason, because I'd like, I'd actually used executive wiretaps to see all the cards in his hand the turn before, I knew the one agenda he had was Fetal AI. Okay. So the next turn, he installed something in a remote. Okay. And, um, and I, I did something to get some money or whatever, or maybe drop cards. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to run on that. Because I, I was at five points, and I knew it was a Fetal. Right. I run into it. It's a psychic field. Oh, <laughs> my well, it's God. It was a Fetal. <laughs> it's was a Fetal in the goddamn archives. Nice. And then dropped the psychic field on the table, so I was like, well... This is my last click, so let's hope this side game goes my way. Ended <laughs> it? Nope. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yep. And otherwise, like, it was, I, I was in a, I, I just wanted to end the game, and I wasn't really considering the possibility that he might have right. You were running recklessly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yep.
1: then again, not a lot of people pitch fetals, so yeah. you were, you, it, was, it probably wasn't a bad play. Yeah. But I oh. guess Richard's tricky.
0: Yeah, so, to, to Peter's question, it's basically, especially if against Jinteki is, like, just make sure you have enough cards. But if you're playing Kate, it means you're playing Shaper. And if you're playing Shaper, you got Deus Ex.
1: Yeah, and you can you can protect yourself from a big whack of
0: net damage. Yeah, you so can, it's like... You can
1: pop a Deus Ex just to protect your, your cards from a snare or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like, Deus Ex, that is, that is the one thing, more than anything else, that will keep you safe. But, if you're seeing a lot of, like, kind of death by a million cuts type Genteki stuff? Net shield. Run net shield. shield. Like, no one runs it. Yeah. But as Shaper, you only need one. Yeah. It's really not that expensive. And... It turns off decks. Like, it turns off net... Little net needly decks. Yeah. Like, Deus Ex is annoying, but it's like, okay, well, if you can get them with the snare, then they basically have to use it. Like, you can get Deus Ex out of play.
1: Yeah. But net shield... Ugh. Yeah, net shield. Like oh, I, I, scored house of knives. Okay, um, I use house of knives. Okay, I'll net shield. Like, yeah, so it's like I will pay one credit. It's funny. It's funny seeing all this, these these people like, oh, I hate I hate the new the I hate new black tree. It's so mean. I just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. it's like okay. Well, have you tried net shield? Yeah, well, the no, answer well, is I have well, net shield. Well, it's like well, no, I haven't tried net shield. It's like okay. Well, I'm sorry, but that's that 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 to me is a card that should fix this. should yeah. should, should
0: help at least. Yeah, this
1: is what two to prevent the first net damage. One,
0: one, one credit. To prevent the first point in damage you suffer per turn. But but you only have once per turn. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's only once per turn. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if it's like the whole Death of a Thousand Cuts thing, right, where... The it's going to be happening a lot. ...wants to get you low enough so that then the next turn they can drop you with Ronan or whatever. Yeah. You just never... use run net shield. You're almost never going to go blow three cards. And you're yep. fine. Yeah. um, And then, of course, the other side might be if you're playing against Wayland.
1: We're just getting blown up NBC, like crazy. And you
0: Wayland sitting on a ton of money. Yep. Um... So the the thing that is even now is very easy to forget is that C source requires a successful run to use. Yep. Not just a run, but a successful run. So if you're really worried about the corp like sitting on a ton of money, I mean one, just start getting your own money. Yep. Um obviously Plast Creek Carrot Pace will save the day. Mm-hmm. Um anything that's like Tiger Protection, so decoys or New Angeles City Hall, or whatever. Yep. Um, or you just like, if you think they're sitting on a sea source, but you're not sure, like you can run on Wayland. And if you see them sitting on a ton of money and they're not rezzing a bunch of ice as you're approaching whatever, and you're like, it's weird, we'll just jack out. Yeah. Like that, because means they're that almost wasn't... certainly
1: sitting on a sea source. And that what the run wasn't successful? Yeah. Because you left. In the yeah. If office. you don't
0: access cards. The run wasn't successful, so you can bail at any time,
1: yeah. right? That's that, That's a pretty edgy case, but yeah, that, that that is a totally viable way of not running properly because you're, you're kind of testing
0: the waters, right? Yep, and, yeah, exactly. And if you see them not raising much of ice, or if you, you can do that to get them to start to spend some of their money so that they're it's going to be much harder to get the sea source trace to land.
1: Yeah. When, when I was a new player, the biggest thing I didn't even get was that I could out money Wayland, yeah, and I could beat a sea source. Yeah, like they couldn't do it. Yeah. so that's that's another. Body. If yeah. you have enough money, they can't sea source you because yeah. you have and so they, much.
0: And they're going to need to have six credits when the sea source is done, right? Exactly. If if you have, if they need two scorches to get rid of you, yeah, yeah. So, that's, yeah. that's that's actually like it's a decent chunk of change, yeah. and plus you're shaper. So that's like. Yeah, opus time. Get like, that opus. Just Hoover credits. Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't. I don't know if if I made it an opus, I would just stop working. Like, come on. Like right. why, why, why are you running anymore?
0: <laughs> you're doing it for the pleasure of it. right right, you're a shaver. For, okay. To build things. Out of faction, I would just retire.
1: Yes. I was, I if I was an anarchist opus, is just
0: like, I'll just make money forever. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, cool. And then yeah. we had one final announcement. Uh great. as mentioned in the last cast, yeah. We uh folks who wanted to send in decks, tales, stories.
1: I believe we just said pieces of stories.
0: Anything interesting about cards that weren't played very frequently. We had three alternate art copies of Wildside, which is lovely. Yep, great. Uh, to give away courtesy of reader Ferris Terran, um we have a Uh, I think a good eight or nine people wrote in. Yeah, so thank Um, you very much for that. Yes, everyone who wrote in that was super, super rad. Uh, The three we kind of picked were by Mr. Tim Post, who who wrote in for the question this week as well, Um, Robert Ramirez and Kurt Bayerchen. Bayerchen? Um, I've already dropped all those cards in the mail, so hopefully they'll be showing up before too long, however long it takes a letter to get from Canada to the U.S. Um, But yeah, and we'll also uh, post... The the stuff they sent in on the idle forums. Yeah, because they're really good, but yeah. they're
1: they're, they, they're going to eat up a lot of time if we read them. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> we basically like one was like a like a thirteen hundred word short story, so we picked one of those. Yeah, one was uh,
1: one, one one was a great story about using notoriety and professionally and how it broke his uh, his his nervousness. Yes. In Attorney, which I thought was great. I thought yeah, was really so that great.
0: was like, we picked like one fictiony one, one like very high level kind of style of play one. And the other one was just, uh, I think it was Robert, set up just a crazy server of doom. Oh, this is, this is the archive server. Oh no, no, no. He, no! No, that was the that was Tim's fictional one. Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah, yeah. Robert had this crazy play with Susana No Makoto and yeah. other stuff that was that was pretty rad. So <laughs> we will post those all in the other Isle for, forums and people can check it out. Yep. Um. But in, in general, thanks very much. Yeah. Everybody who sent some stuff in.
1: Super, su- like surprising, it was it was cool. Like, yeah. It was really because that really sort awesome. of story was turned around like in like. Oh like, yeah, like a day. Like, a, like less than a day. Yeah, less yeah. than a day. It was awesome. <laughs> very cool.
0: Um. And finally, in the very near future, uh, to, oh God, in like a week and a half, the Penny Arcade Expo in Seattle is taking place. And Nels is going. I will be there. Um, I very, I... very much wanted to play in the Netrunner tournament down there. But unfortunately, uh, uh, very, very fortunately, I'm tremendously excited <laughs> about this. But scheduling is, of course, devilish. Um, you heard you know, it here, also, folks. I am obligated. Uh, the the game that myself and everyone else at Campo Santo is currently working on, Firewatch, we are showing the first gameplay of it. We're going to be doing it live on stage. That's cool. I've been spending a lot of time and so as everybody else to make sure I won't catch on fire when that happens. Uh, that'd be kind of um, fitting. We're also doing ha ha ha. Uh, We're also doing Q&A, and we're uh, showing off a trailer that hopefully will kind of communicate what we want the game to be about. Cool. Um, That's all going to be at 10.30 on Saturday in the Hedgehog Theater. So if anyone's coming to PAX, they can swing on by, and then after the panel, we can talk about video games and Netrunner. Cool. Um, It's also going to be on the official PAX stream. So if anyone is is tuning in there, it'll be on there at 10.30 on Saturday. Uh, Of course... The FFG's official Netrunner tournament at PAX begins at 11 (laughs) a.m. on Saturday morning. So
1: Nels will be a very lousy panelist if he went to this.
0: Yes. Yes, Yes, indeed. So I will be at our panel, not playing in that tournament, um, but if you came to our panel for half an hour and then at 10.55, if I saw you skirt out the door... I would not personally be offended.
1: Ah, free ticket, carte blanc, right on. Yeah,
0: it's fine. All the it's French fine. in this one, today. Um, I, I actually am making it down to Seattle as well on the yes. Monday. So that's what I was gonna say, is that right. you are not gonna be at PAX proper, but there is another event in Seattle.
1: Right, called the Seattle Indie Expo. It's called yes. six. Six. It's downtown on the Monday when everyone's very tired
0: yes. of yep. PAX. So <laughs> if you're if you're if you're in town for in Seattle for PAX and after three days of like The booming base (laughs) of the goddamn show floor. You just want to go somewhere else, chill out, check out some cool smaller games. That is what the Seattle Indie Expo is totally about. Jesse and I actually went down there... Two years, Two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. That's right. You were
1: showing off shell raiser. I wasn't showing off anything. They just gave me a booth beside yours.
0: Oh, yeah, sir. So I was going down there to show off <laughs> Mark Market the Ninja, but you brought your iPad and that's you right. were there showing off shell races. And it worked. Right. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, and it was a cool event. That one was at DigiPen, at Digi-Pen way yeah. on the boons, but this one's actually. Yeah, this was in downtown, very downtown. near yeah. uh, where all the pack stuff is. And I think it's. Is it even free? I, I believe it is. I free. think it's free to get it's in. All so free. even if you unfortunately couldn't get packs tickets or whatever on Monday, Swing on by, yeah. Those Guess would be great be games. There. I will try to swing there sure. for a while. We hang out. We'll probably have our decks. Yeah, for some netrunner. That oh, be that'd boss. be
1: awesome. Yeah, that'd be super.
0: Um, and yeah, so that's what's going down. Uh, we're gonna try to do some interviews. We're down at PAX as well, and we have some other weird ideas about some other stuff. So the next episode may be kind of goofy. Yeah, kind of goofy. In probably. A cool way. We'll probably. see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, of course, as always. Uh, if you're if you want to h- ask any questions, feedback, thoughts, whatever, whatever, you can just hit us up at Terminal Seven at Isle of Thumbs.net, or on Twitter just at Term Seven. Um, uh, uh, a profound thank you once again to our tornado wrangler and absolutely talented, handsome, charming, and pleasantly odored sound guy, yeah. Matthew Martinson, who the helps ten. this game not sound like. But in fact, a game that Matt worked on came just, out just. just th- Day, yesterday yeah yesterday Yesterday. Um, early access in- invisible ink yep. it is on steam early access now and these uh, guys at clay know how to do early access Yeah. so this is like some early access like garbage <laughs> it's not something game that I would do that, <laughs> may, <laughs> that may or may not be good in like a year I mean for all intents and purposes this is like this is a game it's a beta it's, 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 it's like a very well polished beta and the point of early access is in my humble opinion the actual point of early access it's like we're gonna get like tuning balance Playtest style feedback. We're not going to put out like this weird, intuit, like vague idea of a game and maybe make it not good. It's like the game is complete and playable. Yeah. It's just getting a little bit more refined. Yeah. Um, It's a turn-based like... Spy spy still? Yeah, it's very like spy espionage and it's like a turn-based spy tactics game. It's kind of like XCOM with way more sneaking, yeah, probably, and, and, um, and
1: information as a, as a resource. I yeah, think. there's yeah.
0: definitely. Uh, it's it's especially apropos here because there's also <laughs> some like there's a pretty good hacking component. Yeah, there may be some things that are called icebreakers. <laughs> uh, several, including some of our guests, actually, our buddy James Lance, who is a guest on episode thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, before um, I don't know. he was one of the designers on Invisible Ink. Ink. Yep. Um, so it is definitely cool and certainly worth checking it out it has a bit of a Netrunner feel definitely yeah the aesthetic alone really and if you're into stuff like XCOM or other turn based tactics games like Fire Emblem or,
1: which why wouldn't you be those are those, exactly. those are a lot of fun they're delicious
0: they're yeah, wonderful great. Um, so yeah if you're into that and Matt made all the crazy sounds for one that man, video game one mission Un- unbelievable yeah at, at doing like four other games at the same time he's a machine yeah, he and is. helping this podcast not sound like butt I know he does so much what um, but, yeah, folks should totally check that out as well. Um, and with that, we will we will leave the plug zone finally. Yep. <laughs> um, but as always, thank you very much, Mr. Ed Harrison, for letting us use his track, Tin Soldiers, from the Neo Tokyo OST. If you don't own it yet, you're crazy and you should buy it. But if for some reason you don't own it and want to, because you should, that's available at edharrison.bandcamp.com. into
1: the mic sorry Matt (laughs) we are awful fucking people oh my god oh that's us all right